Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. In the modern world, it's really difficult to find a moment of quiet. It seems that with the development of technology, the human race has become accustomed to noise. And not just literal noise either. Mental noise. We're living in the information age, so our senses are bombarded with huge amounts of external stimuli every single day. But wait, you're probably wondering where I'm going with all this, so let me explain. My name's Sean. I'm 20 years old and I'm a student in Brighton. One busy day last July, I found myself with a real longing for quiet. I was fed up with the calls, the texts, the notifications. I just wanted silence. And then it dawned on me. What is silence? And can we ever experience it? Why do we avoid the awkward silence? And maybe most importantly, why was I beginning to crave it? And this strange longing for silence continued to build until one day I found myself here, searching for something I'm not even sure exists. It's no secret that digital technology and social media have come to play a massive part in our everyday lives. I'll be the first to admit I'm a complete social media addict. You name it, I've probably got a profile on it. But it's gotten to the point where I'm spending most of my day looking at a screen. We're bombarding our brains with constant information and struggling to hear ourselves think. Well, that was the case with me anyway. So I began to wonder, what's the effect of all this information going to have on our mental and physical well-being, not to mention our relationships? And why did a huge part of me feel that my answers could be found in silence? I had to find out. Little did I know, this journey would soon begin to change my life. I ran a Google search on World's Quietest Place and found the closest thing to silence could be found in an anechoic chamber. It's basically a room that's 99% soundproof and there was one at UCL in London, which isn't too far from me. So I booked myself in for an hour session with my friend, Jack. Hello. Hello. You all right? I'm good, yes. Tell us about yourself. Tell us about myself. Well, I do sound with you. Jack's in my sound class at uni and I asked him to come along. Not only because it would be a good experience, but also because I was a little bit scared. I'd done loads of research online and that's why I'd, I'd, I was so scared, because of people's experiences just sounded horrifying. Yeah, it's a bit weird. I, I was reading something about how one guy could hear the blood being pumped around his body. Yeah, and like people hearing the muscles clenching when they moved. Even like there was a, one guy reported hearing like a high-pitched like kind of noise and apparently it was his own central nervous system. Because the chamber's so quiet and there's no external noise, it means anything you do hear is being made by your own body. Not only that, but other reports such as nausea and hallucinations were common because of the complete lack of sensory information. Your body just doesn't know what's going on. So it's safe to say we were really nervous to go in. When we got there, I was struck firstly by the size. It was absolutely tiny, about the size of my bathroom with just enough room for two people. 
Secondly, builders were digging up the road directly outside, so I had no idea how it was going to be quiet. So it was time to go in, and before I could chicken out and change my mind, the door was closed behind us. Um, okay, so we're in the anechoic chamber, and it's very, very bizarre. So as you can hear, there's no echo in here at all. That's the sound of me clapping. It was as if the sound was sucked from you as soon as you made it. It's hard to describe exactly how it feels in the chamber. Not only are you engulfed in this kind of heavy, eerie quiet, but it looks really weird as well. It's like being in a matchbox, completely empty apart from a single chair in the middle of the room. The walls and ceiling are covered in foam triangular wedges, a faded yellow, and you have this sense of being completely separated from the world. She's going to turn off the light. Okay. Steve? Yeah? Please, may you turn the light off? Right, okay, straight away, yeah. Thank you. Okay. I'm scared. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> this feels so weird. <laughs> oh, do you know what? I feel like, oh, my goodness, you know when you've been on a roller coaster and you're, uh, you lay in bed and you're moving around? Mm-hmm. I feel like that. Feel really off balance. I feel like I've just got an incredibly kind of bad head cold. Oh my goodness, I feel so off balance. I feel like I, I feel like my head's spinning. It's peaceful because it's nice. It's a nice break. It's a nice break from sounds, but it's not. It's not really because all I can hear is this ringing. Like I just have this. It's like a hum. A really like high hum, but it just proves that you can't experience silence because all I can hear is ringing. All I'm experiencing at the moment is a nice break from all the all the other sounds that we're exposed to, you know. But it's it's not silent at all. So we've just come out the anechoic chamber into the real world. Um, it's really weird. It's, I can't explain how it feels. Um, it's like all of a sudden we've got these building noises and all of a sudden I feel quite light and a bit, a bit light-headed. Um, but here we are, back in the, the noisy real world. So going in the anechoic chamber wasn't as scary as I'd imagined, and even in perfectly quiet conditions, I couldn't experience complete silence. They say that it's common for people with tinnitus to be made more aware of the ringing in their ears in the chamber, obviously due to the lack of noise. Tinnitus in young people is often the result of loud headphones, and so even in the world's quietest place, I was aware of the imprint technology has had on my life. Nevertheless, it showed me that what I'm looking for isn't actually a literal silence. So my journey took a new direction and after more googling led me to some information on digital detoxing. A digital detox is basically a certain amount of time, a few days or a week, where you completely switch off from technology. It's basically to give yourself a break, 
away from all the emails and news feeds, the information, it sounded like it could be the next thing for me to try. I knew that if I did a digital detox at home, I'd probably end up caving. I couldn't last a few hours without my phone, so the thought of going a weekend without it was unreal. Instead, I decided to book myself into a meditation retreat at a Buddhist centre in Brighton. So not only would I be detoxing from technology, I'd be learning techniques to focus and still the mind. And plus, I wouldn't be tempted to turn my phone on because, well, I wouldn't have it there. When the weekend came around, I felt really nervous, like I was about to be cut off from the world. But as I packed my stuff, I reluctantly pressed the off button. It's 9pm on Friday and I'm at the Buddhist Centre. We've just had a welcome talk, an overview of how the weekend's going to run. So we've got given a schedule, we've got four meditations tomorrow they're an hour each and then two meditations Sunday so it's pretty full on the centre's really nice though Uh, the people are nice, the atmosphere just feels really really chilled I don't really know what to do with myself now, (laughs) usually my Friday evenings are pretty different to this Um, but there's a library here so I might go in there and have a read for a bit and then have an early one I suppose we've got a session at 8am tomorrow so I'll have to get up early and I'm staying in a shared dorm as well so I'm not sure how I'm going to sleep hopefully no one's snoring Um, but yeah all ready for tomorrow really wish me luck Tune in to the feeling of the breath right as it enters the nose. It travels down into the lungs. And feel this rising and falling quality of the breath. When you inhale, the breath rises. On the exhale, the breath descends. Good morning, I've just had the first meditation session of the day, found it really really hard to switch off, like my mind just seemed like it was going 100 miles an hour and they're kind of asking you to try and still the mind and you know focus on your breathing but um, it's really really hard, I didn't think it would actually be this difficult, I thought it would be quite easy to just switch off but it's not. I suppose it's kind of like trying to break a habit. After the first couple of meditations, I was feeling really disheartened because I couldn't focus on what they were telling us to do in the teachings. They're telling you to be present in the moment, but you can't be fully present when your mind is wandering off all the time. It was interesting actually to see just how busy my mind is. I've never tried to stop the chain of thought before. But as the sessions went on, it did begin to get easier and I found that each time I was able to sink more deeply into the meditation. 
After the first meditation on the Sunday, I snuck off to the bathroom to record my last diary. Uh, it's Sunday morning. I've just had the first uh, meditation session of the day. Uh, we've got one more left before the end. And I feel really, really good today. I feel really good. That meditation went really well. I felt so peaceful. had quite a moment, actually. Whereas before I was finding that it was really hard to switch off, I stayed with my focus on my breathing for quite a while and I just felt so calm and it was really, really nice. My weekend of meditation at the centre gave me a real insight into how busy our minds are all of the time. Just by taking time out to really relax and become refocused made a huge impact on my mood and perspective. I feel like our means of passing the time these days revolves mostly around technology. Whether we're watching TV or scrolling through Facebook, we're not actually giving our brains a rest because we're just absorbing more information. I think we're all guilty of it. And even when we're not distracting ourselves with more information, we're always thinking, dwelling on something, worrying... The busyness in our minds is constant and the effect of this is mostly negative. As a race, it feels as though we run from it. We're almost scared of it. We get home and we put the TV on in the background or the radio. There's music in shopping centres and cafes to fill the gaps between conversations. We dread the awkward silence. So if we look at silence then, not as a literal silence, but a break and a quiet in the mind, it seems much more manageable to find little moments of this throughout our day. The gong baths happen a few Sundays a month in a cute little studio off Lewis Road, so I went along to see what it was like. It's a gorgeous space with fairy lights and candles, quite dimly lit, and there's mats laid out on the floor. As I tucked myself in, I honestly wasn't sure what to expect. What came after totally exceeded all of my expectations. That was unexpected. I can't believe how loud it was, actually. It, it hurt my ears it was that loud. It was amazing, though. Um, just the loudness, it's unreal. It kind of envelopes you. You feel as though the sound is pulsing through your whole body. I don't know if I was awake or dreaming for half of it, but it's like being suspended in that moment before sleep. Like you're kind of aware, but the outside world starts to dissolve. And even though it's so loud, it's so relaxing. I can't explain it, but that was just the most unreal experience. After the gong bath, I felt completely refreshed. It was a kind of meditation because you're completely in the moment. No thoughts, you're just there, being, and feeling everything that's going on. 
And what I've realised throughout this journey is that what I was searching for wasn't silence. It's so much more than that. The idea that silence takes us back to a more authentic way of being is exactly what I've found on this journey. Silence reminds us of what's important. It clears the space in the mind, ridding us of our mental noise and distraction. And it's so important to recognise this because of the way our relationship with technology is moving. We're more connected than ever. Social media makes staying in touch with our friends and family easy. But ironically, we're more disconnected with life than ever. We're spending less and less time in the company of friends, fabricating the online version of ourselves, overloading our brains with images and text and sound. We spend so much time staring at a screen that we're distracting ourselves from the moment happening in front of us right now. And silence allows us to get back in touch with that. To ground ourselves. It doesn't have to be a literal silence. It just has to be a moment. A moment where you can reflect and breathe. Because if we don't start to notice the importance of silence, we're going to fall out of touch with the things that are important. So I ask you to put your phone down for a while and find your own silence. Because there's something to be found underneath all the mental noise. Something that can't be put into words. Go and see for yourself. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.